Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I am so glad that you're listening. I wanted to just take a minute and say thank you to all of you who have been leaving uh, reviews for this podcast over at iTunes. Please keep doing that. Okay, so my favorite... Um, Review so far has been was the was the mom who said a moment of silence for everyone who's not yet left a review for the Busy Mom podcast. I actually laughed out loud, took a screenshot, a picture of that, and sent it to Dorenda. So thanks for doing that, you guys. We really appreciate it. We'd love it if you would link to the podcast uh, from your blogs or up your up your Facebook pages. Uh, it is my hope to get truth. Uh, into the hearts and minds of women through the Busy Mom podcast. So we're going to be talking, continuing to talk about issues that are relevant to you, issues that moms are facing, issues that uh, we as Christian women are facing in the culture today, and hopefully give you a shot of encouragement along the way. Uh, Speaking of Dorinda, she's not here with me. She won't be for the next couple of podcasts. She's had um, an issue come up with her dad, and so she is down in California um, ministering to him. Uh, He had a health scare. And so if you think about Dorinda, I know she would really appreciate it if you would uh, just pray for her and her dad. All right. So I'm going to jump into this kind of by myself. I haven't done this by myself in a little while, but I want to talk to you about something that's on my heart because it's happening in the culture around us. And I've spoken about this a little bit before, but I really want to hit it from a different angle today. And that is this issue of gender neutrality. So uh, think with me, try to envision with me a world in which there there is no such thing. So I'm riding in the car with my kids and we're talking about the Iowa caucuses that have just taken place. And I happen to hear an interview, two young people being interviewed by a reporter about why they decided to vote for Bernie Sanders. And one of them said that they were very tired that this generation, the millennials in particular, had become very tired of what they called the binary of uh, the generations before them. So in other words, um, they're tired of the binary of the Republican and Democrat, which I think we can all say a hearty amen to that, right? Um, Because neither one of the parties, as far as I'm concerned, have done a very good job of representing the people who elected them to be there, but that's a whole other podcast. So he was saying they were really tired of that, the binary of Republican and Democrat. So they had gone more toward Bernie, who is a self-avowed socialist. And then can I just, I'll just interject and interrupt myself here in my own train of thought and say, if you are voting for Bernie Sanders, and I mean you no disrespect, I want you to really look up what socialism is, because the United States was not founded uh, uh, as a socialist nation. Um, And so it's interesting to me to listen to some of these young people, if you ask them what is a socialist, they really don't know. What they're doing is they're just really interested in Bernie Sanders, because he's different, and they really like that. The other binary that they don't like is this idea, this this young man said, of uh, male and female. And he said, Bernie Sanders is, is... is breaking out of all these um, unwanted binaries. And so this idea that um, there should be gender neutrality, that there should be absolutely no distinction between men and women. And I just want to counter that with the word of God for you today, because that's absolutely in an- the antithesis of what God said he made us to be as men and women. In Genesis 1, Verse 27, the Bible says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. God never meant for us to be uh, this ambiguous species of human beings. He created us 
uh, uniquely as men and women. And this idea that somehow we need to start uh, teaching our children that there is no difference between men and women, I think is doing a tremendous amount of harm to our children and to our culture. And so um, I've been uh, kind of speaking out about this and writing about it on my blog and talking about it as I get opportunities to speak around the country. And uh, as I was flying home from Indianapolis, uh, reading Delta's magazine, appropriately entitled Sky, um, about halfway through, I came across a piece that was entitled The Toys They Are a Changing. You guys should look this up because I actually looked it up myself. I linked to it um, over at the blog. You can go over to HeidiStJohn.com and just uh, type in the search bar, the lie of gender neutrality, or probably even the word gender would pull up this particular post. But the the whole um, idea, so the tagline read, as, as society's views on gender evolve, the business of play tries to keep up. Now, I got to tell you, I read that and I was immediately, I was like, oh my goodness, you've got to be kidding me. Because I know uh, this last Christmas, Target made a push. They've taken all of the... Um, the gender labels off of their toys because heaven forbid, you know, I should want to go to a Target and uh, buy a birthday present for my uh, daughter's eight-year-old friend, right? I mean, the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to look for toys that girls are generally drawn to. I I like that there are uh, there are um, distinctions between the genders. Nobody ever has a baby and goes. It's a boy or girl. It's whatever it wants to be. No, we we the baby comes out of the chute. We take a one look at that kid, and we know for sure it's a boy or it's a girl. And um, and I'm not even saying that we cannot uh, that our kids can't play with toys that are specifically had been maybe designed with the other gender in mind. So, for example, I grew up uh, playing with Lincoln Logs and Matchbox cars. I climbed trees. I was a tomboy, but no one ever said to me, you know, Heidi you might actually be a boy. No one ever said that to me. And I never felt like a boy. I felt like a girl who liked to play with Lincoln Logs. And it frustrates me that we are embracing in many areas of the nation this idea that um, we should be telling our children that they can be whatever gender they want. For example, I'm having a hard time imagining that expectant parents no longer care about the gender of their baby, like the progressive culture warriors are suggesting. Most parents that I encounter still wait anxiously to find out the sex of their child. We have dreams for our sons and daughters, right, you guys? We don't dream genderless dreams. We are not gender neutral. Um, our gender is set from conception, right? Our DNA is set from conception. I posted this uh, over at my Facebook page the other day. I posted this this blog post, and I was amazed at the um, at the honestly the just flat out ignorance of people who get on there and say, actually, you know, your DNA has nothing to do with with uh, your gender. And I just want to go, dudes. I learned this stuff. This is basic uh, science, right? It's not even up for debate. What's up for debate is how we perceive it in the culture today. And uh, the article on Sky Magazine sort of closes with a chilling look into what we can expect for our children in the days to follow this new gender-neutral culture. Um, uh, Nelson, the CEO of this company that's making gender-neutral toys, uh, the article says, leads us to a table covered in prototypes for a new line, a series of robots and dinosaurs. He grabs a blue dinosaur named Crush. Crush is a blue dinosaur. It's tough. But she is a she, says Nelson, and she kicks, beep. That's interesting, right? What does it say to a boy who gets this present that's fierce and blue, but that's a girl? 
At least the dinosaur was a she in November, but now, as it turns out, the company has reconsidered and she is an it. And so goes the industry. You guys, this is important. We have got to get this right. It. Um, we're watching, you know, you guys all watch like I did, I'm sure, because uh, they wanted you to. Bruce Gender's so-called, Bruce Gender, boy, that was Freudian. Bruce uh, Jenner's uh, transformation from a man, which, by the way, he is still a man. Make no mistake. He's trying to trans uh, to uh, to transgender. Right? He wants to go from a man to a woman. Here's the thing, and I f- I actually feel sorry for Mr. Jenner. He has a mental problem, right? And we are not helping him by lying to him about what's actually about who he actually is. For example, a friend of mine a long time ago had anorexia. This beautiful friend was probably about 85 pounds soaking wet at the at the worst of her disease. And when she looked in the mirror, she did not see an 85-pound, severely malnourished girl. She saw a 250-pound woman. She legitimately did. She would look in the mirror and just start crying. She would pull at her skin. She was unhappy with who she was. But you know what? We did not lie to her about her condition. No one ever said, you are so right, sweetheart. You're, you're absolutely right. You you are just the way, we love you just the way you are. No, we said to her, we are so sorry that this is hard for you, but here is what it is. You are not who you think you are. You are not this 250-pound woman. If we had if we had gone along with the mental illness of anorexia that was literally killing my friend, she would have died. But we didn't lie to her. We told her the truth. And that's what needs to happen in this generation. We need to start telling the truth. And I hope that the truth is spoken from... Uh, from pulpits around the country. I hope that radio and talk show uh, personalities will begin to speak the truth because this lie of gender neutrality is absolutely killing us. Last week on my Facebook page, I shared an article with, there's there's over 200,000 people now that follow that, that page, and I shared an article about a new law in Washington State that was enacted basically in the dead of night on the day after Christmas. So I live, many of you know, I live in Washington State, and they enacted this law in order to protect the less than 1% of the gender formerly known as male who now want to be referred to and dress as female, unless of course they don't want to, in which they'll go back to the men's bathrooms, thank you very much. So the Human Rights Commission in Washington State passed this rule, and they only answered to the governor, so they didn't have to get permission from the Senate. So they passed this rule that basically said that any man who identifies as a female can use the women's restroom. You guys think of the implications of this. So we are basically saying that for a 0.001% of the population that happens to be mentally ill, we are now going to endanger 99% of women who want to use the women's bathroom with only women in them. It's lunacy. It's absolute lunacy. So I wrote a letter to my governor. I wrote a letter to uh, uh, my state representatives. And just a a couple of days ago, that law was reversed. But here is what is frightening about it. The law was reversed by a margin of four to three. Four to three. That means that three people of the seven-person panel who reversed this law were like, hey, yeah, that's okay. We totally don't mind that uh, transgendered guys or some guy who says he just wants to use your bathroom because he now is self-identifying as a woman today, that, that doesn't bother us at all. This is absolute lunacy. You guys, the only cure 
for political correctness is truth. And while the vast majority of people who are listening to this right now are going, yeah, yeah, that's right. I can tell you that until and unless and until we start to speak out on these issues, this will get worse and worse and worse until we are having uh, major issues with sexual predators dressing as women, ending up in assaulting women in uh, girls in women's restrooms. And I don't think that I'm alone in my fear of this scenario. So here's, so this brings me to another thing, and uh, I'm going to pick this up again at the next podcast. And I really hope that you will share this with your friends, that you who are listening will begin to be bold um, in sharing the truth. Because uh, what's going to happen is we speak the truth, right? We say, um, actually, we don't want transgenders in our bathroom. And what are you instantly labeled as? You're a transgender phobe, right? You're a homophobe. You're a bigot. You're a hater. That is baloney. That is absolute baloney. And I am getting really, I am frustrated and frightened for uh, my grandchildren, for this generation, for what they are going to be growing up in until, uh, unless and until we begin to make changes. So let me just give you the definition of a phobia, all right? A phobia, according to uh, Webster, is an irrational, illogical fear of something. So if someone said, if so, for example, if I say I am afraid that um, us, you know, throwing um, common sense out the window and opening our bathrooms to any guy who says that he's, he feels like he wants to be a woman that day, I'm afraid that that's going to uh, create scenarios for child predators, for rapists, for just sick men in general. And that is not, that does not make me a transgender phobe. That is not an irrational fear. I'm really getting tired of these labels. And so this idea, uh, it'd be like saying, you know, for my friend who had anorexia, if I fed her against her will, I'm telling you what, you guys, no one, and I mean no one, called me an anorexophobic because I chose to tell my friend that she was not fat. She was devastatingly thin and a lie would have killed her. And so I am telling my truth. My husband and I are telling our our. Uh, our kids the truth about their DNA. We want them to know what God said. God said in Genesis 127 that I made them in my image, male and female. That's how I have created them. You guys, bold lies can only be countered with bold truth. And a spirit called fear is driving our decisions as parents. And the longer we listen to the lies and act in fear, the darker this nation is going to become. Um, one of the listeners asked me um, what I would do if my child came to me and said that, that if so let's say my son came to me and said, I uh, think I'm a woman. So I'm going to actually um, be bold enough to address that uh, uh, at the next podcast. I hope you guys will come back. I hope that you'll share this with your friends. And I hope this generation is going to start telling their children the truth about their DNA. I'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at The Busy Mom. <laughs>